0: The following is a paid commercial program, paid for by New Life Worship Center. The opinions and views expressed in this program belong to its sponsors and are not those of this station or their affiliates or their employees.
1: Psalm 107 and verse 2 says, Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Hallelujah. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Let the redeemed of the Lord say what? Say, get behind me, Satan. Let the redeemed of the Lord say, get behind me. Get behind me, you foul spirit. You wicked spirit, you will not possess me. You will not oppress me. You will not work havoc in my life. Get behind me. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so.
0: Good morning, everyone. My name is Pastor CJ, Associate Pastor here at New Life Worship Center. And it is my honor to welcome you to our Faith to Faith television broadcast. This is the day that the Lord has made, let's together rejoice and be glad in it. Before we get into the Word with Bishop Van, I do want to remind you that you can stream our services at 11 a.m. on Sunday morning, as well as on Wednesday night at 7 p.m. through our social media platform, as well as our prayer line. The information is on the screen, so we just want you to just select the platform or select the time, and we look forward to worshiping with you during those moments. Also, we want to let you know that our prayer counselors are standing by right this very moment as well as during our live streaming Sunday morning service at 11 a.m. to receive your calls. So if you do have any prayer needs or if there's anything that you need one of the saints to join and partner with you in and believing God for uh, his hand upon your life, we just encourage you to call in to the prayer line. And I don't want to forget to let you know that this is a great season. Though this has been a stressful year for many, a year filled with anxiety, I am glad to say that we have all together made it to the Christmas season. That's right, the season where we all get together and just celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I sincerely hope that this will be a refreshing, a particularly refreshing, given the type of year that we've had, Christmas season for you, a refreshing Christmas season, and I hope that you and your family have a great and merry Christmas. So here we are. Let's get into the Word. We're going to continue our Who We Are in Christ series with Bishop Van. I'll talk to you later.
1: And I'm not uh, condemning anybody. I'm I'm just uh, helping you to come out. God wants you to come out. He doesn't want you stuck in the mud. He wants to get you out. Man, where's my time going? Genesis 3 and 6, look at what it says. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof and did eat and also gave and gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat. Eve was tempted with three major categories that 1 John 2 and 16 tells us. For all that is in the world, 1 John 2:15 says, Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. For if any man loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. And then verse 16 says, For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh. The lust of the eye and the pride of life is not of God but of the world. And those three things are what Eve was confronted with by the devil. The lust of the flesh. The lust of the eye. The pride of life, It says good for food, that's the lust of the flesh. Pleasant to the eyes, that's the lust of the eye. And to make one wise, that's the pride of life. And so she ate and failed. And when she ate and failed, all humanity failed. And sin was passed on down and is still passed down. And every man that is born in the world is born with the sin nature. But God's grace covers so much until they get old enough to understand. And then if they haven't received Jesus, they're lost. So we needed a redeemer. We needed somebody to get us back to Eden. We needed somebody to restore us to God. Jesus said in Hebrews the 10th chapter, Lo, I come in the volume of the book. It was written to me to do thy will, O God. Flesh and blood thou hast not required, but a body that has prepared me. Jesus is our redeemer. He was born into the world. And the reason that we, when, when I lead people to God, it's important for me to say born of a virgin because that's important to our redemption. He couldn't have redeemed us if he was sinful himself. It took a lamb without spot or without blemish. We just read from 1 Peter 1:18 as a lamb without spot or blemish. So he had to have been born of a virgin. He had to have been born of a woman who, who didn't know a man. Because if that seed had been contaminated with a man, he would have been born with the same sinful nature like all of us. And he would have been rejected like all of us. But he had to be born of the Holy Ghost. He had to be born of purity. He had to be born of holiness. He had to be born of righteousness. And so the Holy Ghost impregnated Mary. He was born of a virgin, suffered, Bled and died. Uh, yeah, First Corinthians fifteen forty five calls him the last Adam, and because he was the last Adam, he had to be tempted like the first was. The first was tempted with the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, and the pride of life. Since he's the last Adam, he had to be tempted with the lust of the flesh. The lust of the eye and the pride of life. And so when he went in the wilderness, the devil tempted him first of all with the lust of the flesh. If you be the son of God, turn these stones into bread, the lust of the flesh. If you be the Son of God, he takes him to a high pinnacle of the temple and said, if you be the Son of God, throw yourself down. For it is written, he will give his angels charge. That's the pride of life. Then he took him to a high mountain and said, look on all of these kingdoms. He said, I give it all to you if you bow and worship me. That's the lust of the eyes. Looking at all of the glory. But Jesus passed it all. Jesus passed the test of the lust of the flesh. He passed the test of the lust of the eye. He passed the test of the pride of life. And now he's our redeemer. When he hung on that cross, he said it is finished. I passed every test you gave me to do. I taught every lesson you taught me to teach I prayed every prayer you'll have me to pray it is finished and then he died and rose again our perfect redeemer glory to God glory to God he paid a debt he did not owe I owed a debt I could not pay. I needed someone to take my sins away. And now I sing a brand new song, Amazing Grace. Christ Jesus paid a debt that I could never pay. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. E-Church, E-Church, can you... Can you post that? He paid a debt he did not owe. Glory to God. Hallelujah. He paid it. Born of a virgin. The spotless summer son of God. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Understanding the creation. Be understanding the choice. See understanding the consequences. God forewarned Adam and Eve of the consequences of eating from the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Together they waited for the new delights of divine wisdom Satan had promised them but instead a horrid guilt And shame crept over them. Their spirits died at that very moment. And their physical bodies began the slow process of decay that would mar God's beautiful handiwork and end ultimately in physical death. Originally, God never made man to die. We weren't made to die. Death is a result of the fall. Many people feel that they get away with stuff because they don't die right away. But your influence starts to die when you don't walk right. Your witness starts to die. Your testimony starts to die. Your character starts to die. And eventually everything about you will die. You'll sing with no power. We're talking about believers now. You'll preach with no authority. That's the way it is with sin. It promises so much and delivers so little, it will wear all the pretty off you. You'll start looking like you're in your 60s when you're only 33 years old. Uh Uh-huh. But the Lord will make you look like you're 40 when you're 80 years old. Look at me, I don't look like I'm 85, do I? I'm not 85, but but I believe I'll be looking close to this when I get 85. Sin will make your eyes red and sunken. Sin is a harsh and hard taskmaster. Adam and Eve, no doubt, looked far from what they did when God first created them. They may have been even almost unrecognizable. Sin will keep you longer than you want to stay. Sin will take you further than you want to go. And sin will cost you more than you want to pay. Just look at Samson's life. When Samson started messing around with sin, he started messing around with Delilah. He laid on her lap and no doubt he stayed longer than he wanted to stay because sin will take will cause you to stay longer than you want to stay hallelujah hallelujah and that's what it did with samson it caused him to stay longer than he wanted to stay then it'll cause you to go farther than you want to go He didn't mean to tell her the secret of his strength. No, that was a secret. And so he lied and lied and lied until sin brought on its ultimate effect. It kept him longer than he wanted to stay. Glory to God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. That's what sin will do to you, saints. Hallelujah. And it'll take you further than you want to go. And so ultimately, the third is it'll cost you more than you want to pay. He never wanted to pay for his eyes being gorged out, he never wanted to pay being a slave of the Philistines. But that's what sin will do. Hallelujah. That's what sin will do to you. But you can stay with God. I say you can stay with God. Thank you, Jesus. I know it was bitter where you were. The Lord will tell us. But it's sweet where you're going if you come with me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah the redeemed of the Lord. So suddenly Adam and Eve's nakedness became symbolic of their sin. Genesis 3 and 7 says the eyes of them both were opened and they knew that they were naked and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. Ah, uh, I really don't have time to get in this second point like I want to. But that's understanding salvation. The second point is unequaled satisfaction. Unequaled satisfaction. This would be the saddest story ever told were it not for the glorious hope by which God illuminated the darkness. Speaking to Satan, notice what the Lord said in Genesis 3.15. And I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head, and thou shall bruise his heel. God promised that the seed of the woman, a child born in the human race, would come. And although you might bruise his heel, he's going to bruise your head. That means that he's going to put you out of commission. You might hurt him. And they did when they crucified him. But he's going to have the better of it. He's going to bruise your head. The redeemed of the Lord. Ah. Because of my time, I got to skip a lot. But can I say this? The dividing line of scripture says, The thief cometh not. That's John 10.10. I like to call it the dividing line of scripture. It says for the thief cometh not. But for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. I'm come. That you might have life. And that you might have it more abundantly. You see, although we've been redeemed. There's a thief in the world. He wants to steal from you. He wants to take from you. That's why we have to have alarm systems in our homes and on our jobs. Hallelujah. That's why we have to have it in our cars. Alarm systems to keep from being ripped off because there's a thief in the world. Not only physical thieves but there are spiritual thieves. Wanting to take from us. But once you know you've been redeemed. And you know who you are in Christ. And that's why we've been talking about this for the last two months or so. Knowing who you are in Christ. You can stand up. I'm going to just jump ahead of myself. Let me just give you the, 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 the uh, minor points that I would have shared. The first minor point would have been restored harmony. Restored harmony. The second one would have been restored health. The third one would have been restored happiness. And D would have been restored holiness. But we don't have time to look at those points today. But let me share this and I'll close with a story. Because there is a thief, he'll come and try to take from you what God has brought back to you. Because Galatians 3 13 and 14 tells us, Christ hath redeemed us. Hath what? Redeemed us. Hath redeemed us. He hath brought us back. Christ hath redeemed us. Hallelujah. From the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, Curses is everyone that hangeth on a tree. That the Gentile might receive the blessing of Abraham. That we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith so we've been redeemed but there's a thief there are thieves glory to God there are wicked demons and then there are imps you know you know uh, I'm trying to close but I feel the Holy Spirit wants me to explain this I'm trying to close But you see, when the Bible tells us for we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities and powers against rulers of darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness in heavenly places what we're wrestling with is not always an evil demon I mean an evil angel sometimes it's a demon or an imp or a wicked spirit all wicked spirits are not fallen angels. You see, because angels don't possess people. Wicked spirits do. Mm. Remember when Jesus came to The gatherings and there was this man that was living among the tombs. Jesus cast the spirits out of him. Those weren't angels, wicked angels. Angels don't dwell in people, they're not capable. That's why good angels don't dwell in us. They're not capable. That's not their nature. Michael or Gabriel or Raphael, they don't dwell in us. Because angels don't dwell in people. Those were the fallen spirits from the pre-Adamic days. When the flood came the first time, before God recreated... And I'm getting too deep now. Before God recreated the earth, before Genesis 1 and 1, there was a world before then. And that's where the dinosaurs also roamed. And so those spirits now that want to possess people, make them do perverted things, aren't fallen angels They're fallen spirits from that world way back then, but God has given us authority over them. They 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 shun, they tremble at the name of Jesus, and you got the name of Jesus. They get nervous when you mention the blood of Jesus. Because it was the blood of Jesus that undid them. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And so when Jesus cast out those demons, those spirits that want to inhabit you from way years ago, they had to go. And so we have power over them. And so trying to close Psalm 107 and verse 2 says let the redeemed of the Lord say so hallelujah let the redeemed of the Lord say so let the redeemed of the Lord say what say get behind me Satan let the redeemed of the Lord say get behind me imp. get behind me you foul spirit spirit you will not possess me you will not oppress me you will not work havoc in my life get behind me let the redeemed of the Lord say so let the redeemed of the Lord say himself Boy, sins in his own body on the tree that we being dead to sin may live unto righteousness by whose stripes ye were healed and if I was I am let the redeemed of the Lord say so Let the redeemed of the Lord say, healing is the children's bread. And I'm a child, I'm a child of the king. Let the redeemed of the Lord say something. Oh, glory to God. Don't just accept what the enemy wants to come your way. You got to say something. Say, I am a child of God. I am the redeemed of the Lord. The Lord is my shepherd; I shall not want. Yeah! Ah. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Glory to God! Say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. When you're facing light, say, my God shall supply all my needs. Let the redeemed of the Lord. Do we have any redeemed people here today? Can you say so? Glory to God. Oh, say so. With your stripes, I am healed. Hallelujah. As for me. redeemed of the Lord. Say so. Oh, say it. Oh, glory to God. Just say what God has said. You're the redeemed of the Lord. He brought you back. You once was his and then you went away. Now he has you back. So you're doubly his. You got power now with him over wickedness, over darkness, and you got power in your tongue. Oh, can you bless the Lord? Oh, bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Lord.
0: I pray that that word was as much of a blessing to you as it was to us in the house when we received it. What an awesome word by our man of God, Bishop Van. Well, we're on our way out. I do want to remind you that the effectual, fervent prayers of the righteous avail much. So our prayer counselors are still standing by, waiting for you, ready to partner with you in faith, believing that God would do what he wants to do in your life. We pray that you're enjoying your Christmas season. Don't stress the small stuff. Just remember that God is still on the throne. Remember, this is new life where you can come and receive the word, leave and experience the difference. And remember our streaming services twice a week. We want to see you there. God bless you.